Hello, fellow bingers. You are listening to Head Bingers in Charge. My name is Courtney. I'm Mackenzie, and we've made it to the Binger Games finale. That's right. I can't believe we are finally here. 24 shows down to three, huh? That's right. Uh, If anyone is tuning in for the first time, the Binger Games is essentially a bracket-style tournament where we put some of your favorite shows head-to-head. And like Mackenzie said, we went from 24 shows down to three. Our final three are The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Good Girls, and Bridgerton. And they are going head-to-head-to-head right here, right now. That's right. So if you are not caught up to episodes four and five of all three of those shows, now is your time to tune out. Go ahead and hit that spoiler alert button, Kens. Round four. Season one finale. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel versus Good Girls versus Bridgerton. Let's get right into it. Uh, We're going to discuss all the shows. You want to start with Mrs. Maisel? Let's do it. What did you think of episodes four and five? Well, I'm going to say I'm glad we decided to watch two episodes because honestly, the fourth episode of Mrs. Maisel wasn't doing much for me. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you got the same vibes. I was a little bored. I did actually. Um, Mrs. Maisel did not impressed me too much these uh these last two episodes honestly yeah even the the fifth was a little slow but it was a little better than the fourth um you know again there was definitely funny parts of it but there wasn't you know her typical stand-up act right yeah she didn't have a stand-up well she did but she bombed i was gonna say these uh these two episodes bombed like her (laughs) yeah there you go um, yeah, it's, you know, it was good to see her bomb because I think it makes it realistic, you know, like, definitely like Susie said, everybody bombs, everybody messes up, has a bad set. Um, I also, particularly that first set that she bombed, just, I don't think she knew her audience very well. Uh, cause you know, she's pretty upper class, you know? And it seemed like the fact that punching into a time clock was like a new concept to her was just like not well received by her audience, you know? Right. Which makes sense if they've, you know, if that's what they do. I mean, most people have to work for a living, you know? I thought it was funny that um, her dad kept asking questions about it. Mm-hmm. And then he showed up at the store. He's like, I had to see it for myself. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. That whole that whole bit when he was like, and you need a way to get there and you need this and you need that. And she had an answer for everything. That was so funny. I did like that part. Definitely. Um, any moments that stood out to you? Anything that was really funny to you or, um, I don't know about funny, but I was very surprised to learn that Midge is only 26. I mean, I understand that, uh, you know, in that time period they married young, but I don't know. I just, I was expecting older than that, I guess, 
for having two kids already. Yeah, I mean, for the time period, they were marrying it like right out of high school or not that women rarely went to college at that age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, she did because, you know, her major was a waste of time, right? Yeah, Russian literature or something, right? Russian literature, yeah. Um, I'm not saying that like that's my opinion. I'm quoting the father. I do not think Russian literature is a waste of time. Um, we got a new character, Herb Smith. Mm-hmm. Right? What you think of him? The that was the um the guy that wrote the crappy jokes. Yeah, he's uh I like him as an actor. Yeah, uh, I think he's funny. So I hope we see a little bit more of him. Definitely. I don't know that we will. I'm not sure if he was like a one episode kind of character, but um, I do like him as an actor, so I hope he comes back. I was missing. Uh, I was missing Lenny these two episodes. Didn't get any of him. Yeah, I know. That's a good. I like didn't even think about it. Um, but I do like how, you know, Susie and Midge are focused now more on the the learning aspect of it and the taking it seriously and business cards and yeah, I was I was dying when um she when Midge called the food stand or whatever where Susie was working and mm-hmm. she asked for Susan Meyerson and she's like who's Susan she's like I don't know what's this sh- <laughs> what's this sh- short for isn't your name Susan she goes no it's Susie what do I look like and she's like Doug <laughs> yeah that was funny <laughs> That was funny. I also liked that scene when Midge just kept talking and she just like put the phone down and like went about her yeah. business. That kind of reminded me of uh, mom, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> she just picked it up at the end and got, you know, the answer that she needed. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. That was funny. Um, I did. I do kind of like the um, the girls at the makeup counter. She got some new friends some new characters to get into. Mm hmm. Um, I I really enjoyed um, all of their chemistry. Um, I know we're not talking about scorecards. Um, we didn't really let the listeners know that, but we're not going to give our scores away until the end. Uh, just having a general discussion. But um, the character chemistry, I thought, was good in multiple aspects. Yeah, I liked the, um, the party scene. Mm-hmm. She was hanging out with all the girls and making all the jokes and they were all cracking up and Mm -hmm. guys were all in the corner. Mm -hmm. Yes, very good chemistry for sure. Something I was also surprised about was that Joel and Penny moved in together. I thought Joel was trying to get Midge back and all of a sudden he's living with Penny. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, not a big fan of Joel. I love how both his parents were like, no. Yes, good for them. They're still polite to her, but they're like, no. Yeah, that was funny. Um, I can't believe they even agreed to go to dinner because they, I know they seemed so upset about the whole divorce to begin with. Um, so them going to dinner at all was surprising, but I guess, you know, they don't really have a choice. Um, one other thing that did stick out to me, um, in a not good way was the, the subway scene. I think when they were in, when she was inside the subway train, that was fine and that was good. And then they did that one shot where like the subway like pulled away and it was like very obviously CGI, like kind of like what we talked about with Bridgerton last week. It was like, but worse than the Bridgerton one. Like the Bridgerton one I think is passable. The subway was like so bad. 
I did like how they showed, you know, the subway and her going to work and it was all guys around her. That was, mm-hmm. It was definitely a good shot, but maybe not camera wise. I will say, too, that in terms of, you know, emotional appeal and feeling something, I did feel a lot of like anger this episode or these two episodes, um, you know, just hearing like the crap that she has to deal with because she's a woman in this time period it just like really gets me riled up you know Mm -hmm. like when the the one comedian like didn't believe that she could be a comedian like she has to be somebody's like secretary or whatever and even the guy that was interviewing her was like oh well we usually don't hire women and she was like oh it didn't say that in the job description and he was like like he didn't really have an answer it's just for like an elevator person I was wondering why she was asking the elevator guy so many questions. I was like, what is she doing? Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> anyway, um, I, you know, overall, I I did laugh, but I do agree with you, Kens. I was a little bored these two episodes. I think the show has a lot of potential. I think, unfortunately, you know, ending the Binger Games on episode four and five we're kind of maybe at that mid-season lull. Maybe that's why we felt a little uh, a little bored. I agree. I think the uh, the first, I guess, was it three episodes were a little more exciting. You know, they got the hook in, and now they're just trying to give more depth, less exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got a little backstory on Susie. Not a lot, but a little. So yeah, I liked uh, the scene with them with the. But there's a hot dog stand or something when they were sharing and she got her to share about her family. Yeah, definitely. Um, shall we move on? Talk about our next show? Yeah. Uh, next up, let's do Good Girls. Episodes four and five. Had a lot going on. We had um, the little girl, was it Beth's daughter, go up to her bedroom and there was a guy bleeding out on her bed. That was cool. Yeah, this was, um, for me, I thought these were two pretty exciting episodes. We had a lot of comedy, a lot of action, a lot of emotion. Um, I have lots of notes for good girls, um, but I'll let you start. I don't want to, I don't want to steal a conversation. Yeah, I have a good amount of notes too. I like these two episodes. Um, I like how, uh, I have a few lines written down that Ruby said when, Beth decided to, you know, do another thing for the gang. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Ruby said, it's not like you're signing people up for a bake sale or something or drive for Uber. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was really funny to me. That is funny. Ruby had, I think, a lot of funny moments this episode. Like when she went off on that kid in the diner. Oh, my God. Let me tell you, as as a service industry worker, I was like, yes, queen, you better tell him. Like, at first, when she was just going to apologize, I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Every, every, ounce of my, every ounce of my body wanted her to go off on him, and I'm so glad that she did, because he deserved it. Like, yeah. Uh, in the words of Ruby, he's a punk-ass bitch. I think that's what she said, yeah. Back to um, the guy in the bed. I thought it was uh, great how Annie had him go and mess with the bullies at school. Oh my gosh, that was awesome. Another awesome moment. I'm surprised he like did it, but I mean, I guess he said, like, I owe you one, so that was his favor. There you go. And then um, the daughter told uh, D 
Dean. He's like, yeah, mommy told me not to tell you about the guy in the bed. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was funny, too. Another uh, funny moment, jumping over to Annie for a second, um, when she went back to the tech store to uh, fill out the customer survey, and it was like, oh, were you satisfied? I definitely was not satisfied. Like, yeah. so funny. Oh, he didn't finish? Oh, no, he finished. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's funny stuff, funny stuff. I uh, I like how into this whole, you know, bad moms thing they're getting into, you know, how they're getting themselves in into this string with Rio. Yeah, and now they got the uh, the FBI on them. Mm-hmm, and I think they were a little panicky, but I think Beth really loves the adrenaline rush because she was pretty cool, calm, and collected and was able to make up that entire fake story about her and Rio. I was like, oh. I loved when uh, he met with her in the car, and she's like, what do I tell him? What do I tell him? And he was like, tell him I was hitting that. <laughs> she's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, tell him we were making love. <laughs> <laughs> But I, the way she came up with that story so quick about them, like, doing it on the kitchen table, I was like, oh, you've been thinking about that for a long time, girl. The kids had pancakes, if you were wondering. <laughs> mm-hmm. She had every little detail down. He was not about to question her. Yeah. She is a queen. Um, speaking of Beth, again, uh, what do you think about Dean faking cancer to get back into the house? Yikes. That is not a good move. Uh, that's in my, my notes. It says like, oh, Dean has cancer. And then like 10 lines later, it says Dean faking cancer. Yeah. Um, that's like really messed up. And I don't know how he plans to keep that going because she was like, oh, I'll go to the doctor's appointments and stuff with you. How is he? I don't know his plan here. I don't know what his end game is. And when she finds out, she's going to be even more mad. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know how, if he's going to be like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm cured or whatever. It's like, how, I just don't know how this is going to play out for him. It's just not going to end well, I don't think. Yeah, he did have one funny line, uh, like at the birthday party when he saw them in the bedroom together. And he's like, who's the man with the throat tats? (laughs) (laughs) The throat tat. (laughs) Yeah, that is funny. That is funny. I I mean, you know, I, you know, this show is like one of my favorites. It's a, it's, it's Courtney's pick for sure. Um, so I did, I had some pretty high scores for this one. Uh, but something that really stood out the most to me that I just want to talk about is the chemistry this episode. I mean, obviously, Rio and Beth, more chemistry. Can't wait for them to finally get through that. Um, they just keep giving us a little bit. I know. They're really drawing me in. I wonder when the, it's going to happen. Not soon enough, honestly. Um, but also, Ruby, with her family, their chemistry, their dynamic, when they were in the hospital, and they were like, oh, we got to tell her. We're filthy rich. Yeah. And they were like, you know, joking. And I was like, oh my God, look at them. They are so cute. I wonder, um, you know, if she's going to tell her husband about how she lost a job at the diner. Yeah, that's... I thought it was nice the other girls gave her the whole cut of the money mm-hmm. for this job they just did. Oh, yeah, definitely. That uh, that got an extra little bump on the score for emotional appeal for me, you know? I mean, I, I was already going to score it pretty high because of, um, because of that and, well, at first, Dean having cancer, but then not really having cancer. 
Um, but then when they gave her the money, I was like, oh, that just pushed it over the edge for me, tugging at my heartstrings. I also loved when Beth brought it back to Rhea when she brought up the idea about the money laundering and everything. And he's like, oh, we'll try it out. And she said, we're not here to try. We're here to win, bitch. Yes, I have that <laughs> written down. We're here to win, bitch. Yeah, that was awesome. Yes, a lot of a lot of badass moments. I don't know where she's getting this confidence from, but good for her. I mean, you know, she's she finally got rid of, you know, this marriage that's obviously been weighing on her longer than she's been admitting to herself and she's just feeling free and I don't know what the word is. Um careless. I don't know. She is just on another level and I love it for her. It looks good on her. My question is how are they going to explain all this money, you know? Like, there's no way that Ruby is going to be able to say, oh, yeah, I just came up with a couple grand because I picked up extra shifts as a waitress. You know what I mean? And, like, I know Beth doesn't actually have a husband to answer to, but Dean's going to ask questions if she's all of a sudden able to purchase things and do this and do that. You know what I mean? Like, where are they going to start explaining all this money? Yeah, they have to have, like, a cover of some sort. Yeah, they're going to have to lie and say that they've started a business together or I don't know. They're selling stuff on eBay, I don't know, but they're going to have to come up with something because if they're going to keep doing this, they're going to they're going to come away with some some good money. And I'm I'm just waiting for them to get caught because, you know, I did work retail at one point and first of all, I don't know how these stores are carrying $14,000 in cash in their drawers. That's absolutely ridiculous you know that's i want to bring that up why why are they doing it in such large increments oh let me buy four of these four thousand dollar tvs at one time yeah that's like so suspicious i guess to get rid of it faster but that is very suspicious like if i were a store manager i would paying cash yeah if i were a store manager i would have their faces plastered like if they come in this store again like and they do another big return then you know, we got to we gotta flag and get the cops involved. But that bit of it seemed a little unrealistic to me, but maybe it is because they're hitting, like they're only hitting each store once and then going somewhere else, you know? Yeah. It's still, I don't know. I've personally never worked like retail or anything, but if someone came and paid cash for thou- like thousands of dollars worth of things, that would be kind of weird. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like I said, I I have worked retail, so if someone even came up and, like, bought $2,000 worth of something and then wanted to return it and get their cash back, I would be like, I would need a manager, and the manager would probably be like, we don't have that much cash in the drawer. Like, sorry, we can give you store credit. <laughs> That's why a lot of places, like, places that sell, like, jewelry and stuff, it'll say, like, oh, any jewelry, you know, return for x amount of value can only be returned for store credit like my thinking is like could they get it like returned on a card and then just go to an atm and take the money out does that not work like that i mean yeah they probably could but the thing is the way that most register systems work is you can only return it to the medium that it was paid with gotcha that's why i was asking i didn't know i mean I guess you could, like, technically override it. A manager would need to override it. But, like, regardless, you're 
as the business, you're losing the 14000 or whatever. But yeah, they could do that. But it depends. If they put it back on a credit card, obviously you can't take out credit. But if they put it on a debit card, you could cash it out, yeah. But I'll be interested to see how that works out in later episodes. Um, but overall, good girls. I was very impressed. I enjoyed watching it. I laughed. I, you know, had some emotions. I thought these two episodes were both really good. I agree completely. I enjoyed both. I'm excited to keep watching. I think there's a a lot of good content there. Definitely. And speaking of good content, another show I was really happy with this week was Bridgerton. Yeah. I uh I also enjoyed Bridgerton this week. A lot of uh passion. A lot of passion, a lot of chemistry, a lot of drama. Penelope and Marina kind of getting into it, fighting over um, Colin, mm-hmm. who's going to propose, or did propose technically, but wants to keep it under wraps. Marina just wanting his hand so that, you know, she's not off the market once she has a child. Yeah, I felt bad. I do feel bad for Colin. I think he's a good guy. And mm-hmm. I also feel bad for Penelope because I think she really liked him. I know. I, it's one of those things where, like, I feel bad for her, but I also don't like the way she's reacting to it, you know? But it also makes sense. She's only, like, 15 or 16, so her having, like, a childish reaction is, like, well, that makes sense, you know? They're not adults. Mm-hmm. Especially back then. Like, it's wild to me how much they, like, babied women and, like, didn't trust them with information, like... I don't know. I understand Daphne's only, what, 17, right? 17. That's when the wedding season starts, when they're 17. She's 17, but she finds out on her wedding day, like, what sex is. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, all these guys, we've seen them all having sex multiple times already throughout the episodes. You know, the Duke is not a virgin. Um, Anthony. Anthony is not a virgin. Um, we can assume Benedict at this point, you know. So it's like, I don't know. I'm so glad times have changed because watching these shows that are like going back is like, I mean, trust me, we still have a lot more progress to make, but I am so glad we've made it as far as we did. (laughs) Definitely. Um, So the first episode we showed Daphne and Simon in the garden. That's when they kissed and Anthony caught them and challenge Simon to a duel mm-hmm. talk about drama mm-hmm. so stupid it's never nothing ever ends well in a duel just ask Alexander Hamilton <laughs> um, one thing I did notice the CGI when they're like riding the horses was really bad especially like when Colin and Daphne were riding I was like Ew. yep when they did that side angle again the first angle not so bad but they try to go above and beyond and and it was just not good. They should have just left it as it was. Yeah, definitely. We also found out at the duel that Simon is, I guess, sterile. He said he can't have children. Yeah, which is interesting. Um, it makes sense why he was, like, pushing her away, though. I know. Yeah, it's starting to make a little more sense now. I mean, I understood him not wanting to carry on his father's name. 
but it got to the point where it was like I knew something else had to be going on because he we know he cares about Daphne so we know that when it came to her reputation if it was just the his dad thing I think he would have folded but um finding out that he you know can't have kids um I also think that's interesting for the time period, you know, that medicine or, you know, research was advanced enough for them to know that. I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. wonder how he knows that. Yeah, like, did he try already or does he have some kind of injury? I mean, obviously, his thing works because Daphne felt it, but... (laughs) (laughs) I uh, just wonder Dude. how we know. <laughs> I won't forget the the scene when they when they were in the um I guess it was like a hotel. Mm-hmm. The inn, and uh, he pulled down his pants, and she turned and looked, and like the face <laughs> she gave him was like dead silence. Mom was like, she's thinking he's not coming over here with that thing to me, is he? <laughs> it was so funny. She's like, where is that supposed to go? That's exactly how she looked. Yes. <laughs> What the heck is that thing? Why are you showing it to me? <laughs> That's the thing. Is like that poor girl has no idea. Like she doesn't. Her mom's even description of sex was not good. She's like, oh yeah, something's gonna happen. It's very natural. Just go with it. Okay, mom. Thanks for the sex advice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm so glad we weren't around then. Yeah, but um, I'm glad. You know, it seems like. During the actual, like, wedding, they were both hesitant because they both thought that the other didn't want this at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then once they got to the hotel and they actually talked. and I know. Like, honestly, a little annoying. Like, come on, just communicate. Y'all are married now. We need to talk it out. We need to be on the same page. Yeah. I know the show wouldn't be as fun if they communicated, but. He said, like, I've always been yours. And then he's like, but I don't want you to sacrifice your you know, a family, and she was like, it's you I'd be sacrificing. And I was like, oh, yay, finally. And then they... I burn for you. Made love. They what? He tapped that, if we're going to Rio. Oh, he tapped that. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, Another character that I want to talk about for a minute, since I don't think we'll see him again, is the prince. I love him. Like, of course, I want I wanted her to end up with Simon, but come on, what a sweetheart. I know. He's like, Mom, they like each other. <laughs> yeah, and even when, like, Daphne went and explained herself, he was like, oh, I don't, I'm sorry if I misread your cues or something, and she was like, no, you didn't, like, and she told him the truth, and he was like, oh, well, if you're happy, then I wish you happiness. I was like, oh, my God. I also liked, um... What a man. When he asked anthony for permission or whatever and anthony said i know better than to speak for my sister talk to her yes anthony is growing a little i think yeah at least i thought until he you know went up to poor sienna again but i also get it he thought he was gonna die in a duel whatever but he really screwed that one up he will never see that girl again which is probably good definitely um something that we didn't talk about was benedict and the whole artist guy I think Benedict is a little sus. Yeah. I'm calling it. I think he's uh, on my team. I Mom called the uh, the artist guy being gay. Yeah, well, yeah. I thought the two of them were going to yeah. have sex, but 
um i wasn't i was surprised when they walked in and it was like mostly girls and he was hooking up with that one girl and then i was like oh I guess he's not. And then, then when we saw the artist with and the Wasn't guy, it the artist's wife or something it ended up being? Yeah, it ended up being the wife. Swingers. It's all... Uh, that was crazy. Yeah, swinger stuff. That's interesting that they have uh, Benedict uh, becoming a part of that. I think that'll be interesting to see. That's something that you don't really see represented on television a lot is like the swinger lifestyle. So um, I think that'll be fun to watch, fun to see how that unfolds and mm-hmm. who else he might end up seeing there that might be married or secretly gay and like, you know, things like that. So I think that will uncover a lot of fun drama. I agree. And um, so I don't know. I I don't remember if we talked about this before, but we know Bridgerton's based off of a book series. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found out that, each book was based on a different character. So that's what they're going to do with the season. So this is Daphne's season. And then the next season is going to be on somebody else. Ah, interesting. I think they said the next one's going to be Anthony. Interesting. That'll be fun. I don't know if that's like the order the books went in or if this is the order they chose to go in. I'm not sure. Right. Should look into that. And that's that makes more sense now because I was also kind of thinking like, well, the Duke and Daphne are married now. Like I thought that was going to be the whole... I mean, obviously not the whole series, but I mean, you know, like Meredith and Derek, it took them seasons for them to get together and then they did and then they broke up and then this and then that. I thought we were going to go a little back and forth. Um, But now knowing that like the season's kind of coming to a close and then we're going to talk about maybe another character more makes more sense. Yeah, definitely. I like, I kind of like that because then you get a little bit of closure and then you move on to the other one. You don't have to wait as long. Agreed. Um, Some else um one last thing i want to mention that's in my notes here that again surprised you didn't mention another slow motion moment for simon showing off his muscles at the at the boxing match Mm. daphne was watching with the prince and she sees simon rolling up his sleeves in slow motion seeing those veins and those biceps she's just staring (laughs) Mm -hmm. she was getting lost in the moment Benji moment, that's what they're always going to be called now. Whenever there's any slow-mo motion on TV, it's a Benji moment. A hashtag Benji moment. That's a Benji moment, at least here on the uh, the Head Bingers pod. Definitely. He, uh, he owns those moments. So like I said, overall, impressed with this show as well. I think Bridgerton definitely brought the heat, like the passion, the chemistry, um, but also the drama a little bit too. I was into it. I agree. I think these were two really good episodes and they've kept the intensity throughout the whole thing. And I think it might be because of now finding out that each season is based on one story. They have to tell the whole story in one season. It's got to be quick and a lot to fit in. So makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Well, um, I've enjoyed our discussions but i think it's time to talk about scores kens yeah let's uh let's try to see who's gonna win the first ever binger games yeah so what we're gonna do here is we are gonna tally up our scores and then we're going to announce uh the ranks essentially we'll start with third place and then we'll give you our binger games champion um, and then we will go into more detail about what our 
exact scores were. Um, so let's do some tallying, Ken's. All right, the results are in. Yes, they are. In third place, with a 79.5 out of 100, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And in first place, our Binger Games Season 1 champion, with an 86.5 is Good Girls. So that leaves uh, Bridgerton in second place with a very close score of an 86. Yes, just a half a point separating first and second place. I know. It's rightfully so, too. I really think those two shows deserve to be the top two. I I do love Good Girls, but I also understand that Bridgerton is an incredible show. I'm a huge fan now, so I think the first and second place, both well-deserved, great shows. Definitely. I um, Mrs. Maisel's definitely a good show, too. Obviously, I mean, it's third out of 24th place isn't bad. Definitely not. I think Mrs. Maisel was good also. I think just those those last two episodes we watched just uh, really hindered, hindered their chances there. We uh, had two shows that had two really great episodes, so it's just how it goes here at the Binger Games. Definitely. Um, well, let's... Um, Let's let the audience know where where those scores came from. So, Mrs. Maisel, I'm just going to go through my scorecard really quickly. Visual Appeal, 4.5. True to Genre, 5. Likeable Characters, 4.5. Acting, 4. Character Chemistry, 4.5. Interesting slash bingeability, 4.5. Emotional Appeal, 4.5. Originality, 5. Overall, 4.5 making my total score a 41. Now if I go through mine, visual appeal, I give 5, true to genre, 5, likable characters, 5, acting, 4, character chemistry, 4, interesting slash bingeability, 3.5, emotional appeal, 3.5, originality, 4, overall, 4, and that brought my total to a 38. Very good. And Mackenzie, you calculated the audience bonus? Yes, the audience bonus for this was a 0.5. Not uh, not that many votes from the audience for Mrs. Maisel. No, I guess not. I think Good Girls and Bridgerton really are some fan favorites. So that Mrs. Maisel score, like we said, was a total of 79.5 out of 100. And I got the uh, IMDb scores here. For episodes four and five, it was an 8.2 and a 7.9. So we were right on there. We nailed that, didn't we? Getting better. Now, second place, Bridgerton, my scorecard. 
Let's let's just do both scorecards. So what'd you get for visual appeal, Kenz? Four and a half. I gave it a four. True to genre? Five. I gave it a five as well. Likeable characters? Four and a half. I gave it a five. Acting? Five. Four point five from me. Character chemistry? Five. That's a hard five from me. Interesting slash bingeability? Four and a half. Four and a half. Emotional appeal? Four and a half. Four and a half. Originality? Four and a half. Five. Ooh. Overall? Four and a half. Four and a half. (laughs) That brought my uh, total to a 42. And it brought my total to a 42. We were pretty... Uh, eye to eye on that one, Ken's. Yeah. And uh, what did the audience think? So the audience bonus for Bridgerton was a two. Very good. So that brought, like we said, Bridgerton's total to an 86. Yep. And uh, IMDb for the two episodes were an eight and an 8.1. So we we're slightly higher. Yeah. Well, again, you had to factor in that audience bonus. And... Our Binger Games champion, Good Girls. Visual appeal? Four and a half. Four and a half. True to genre? Five. Five. Likeable characters? Five. Five. Acting? Four. 4.5. Character chemistry? Five. Gotta give, you know, Rio and Beth what they deserve. Mm-hmm. Hard five. Interesting slash bingeability. 4.5. Five. Emotional appeal. Four and a half. Five. Originality. Four. Four. Overall. Four and a half. Four and a half. That brought my total to a 42.5. And my total was a 41.5. And the audience? Two and a half. So again, the audience chose the winner of the Binger Games. Definitely. Good girls at an 86.5. That half point differential in the audience bonus really made the difference. Yep. And uh, IMDb for Good Girls episodes four and five was 8.2 and 8.1. Wow. Not too far off. No. We're getting pretty good at this. We really are, Ken's. Well, there you have it. Good Girls is the winner of the first ever Binger Games. That's right, but Good Girls is not our only champion today, as we also have a winner from our social media contest. Yeah, our season one fan bracket winner is at Mashal Margaret on Twitter. She will be receiving the first ever limited edition Binger Games Champion t-shirt hot off the press in five to seven business days. Mm, you don't got that Amazon Prime though? No, we don't. We don't offer Amazon <laughs> Prime same day delivery. <laughs> it's not in the budget. That's all right. But uh, congrats to her and thank you to everyone who participated in the contest. We hope to have you all back for season two 
Yeah, thank you to everyone for participating throughout, even with the the Twitter polls, the Instagram polls. We had uh, some really good weeks with some really high engagement, so we appreciate you all very much. Definitely. Well, I don't know about you, Kens, but I am exhausted after this exciting Binger Games season. Me too. You know what, Court? Let's take a week off. Really? You're gonna you're gonna let us have a week off, boss? Yeah, let's do it. We'll uh we'll be back in two weeks to talk about one of my favorite shows. That's the only condition. What do we have to talk about? We're gonna have a week off, but we gotta talk about paradise. Okay. We gotta talk about paradise. Okay. Bachelor in Paradise. I this has been a really great season of Paradise, so I am totally down. I'm excited. Let's do it. Also, while we're away, hit us up on social media. Let us know other shows you want us to talk about now that Binger Games are over. Yeah, we are definitely open to suggestions. We've got a, like we discussed a couple episodes ago, we've got a hot fall lineup. So let us know what you want us to talk about. Or don't want us to talk about. If you don't want to hear about Riverdale, let us know. (laughs) You know I want to talk about Riverdale. Don't do that to me. I know I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again... Be sure to tune in. We'll be back in two weeks. So that's uh, Wednesday, October 20th. Please subscribe to our show and follow us on social media at HeadBingersPod. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Thank you for joining us for season one of the Binger Games. Thank you all so much for listening and keep on binging. Don't wanna-